welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we begin a brand new series today. I had thought long and hard about what to talk about right now, and really what I'm trying to do in recent days is align with current societal issues and concerns that may help you. So that's my whole goal in this next topic. Now this topic is not going to be necessarily an easy one, but I feel it's an essential one for where we're going in our world today and for how you can rise above it in many ways, but also how you could possibly even rescue others who may be sucked into it. Because there's a lot of this particular topic that is on the rise these days and the consequences are incredibly devastating, even deadly to some degree. So it's important that we walk through this together. So what am I going to talk about? We're going to talk about the trap of victimism. Now, before you assume what victimism is, hang in there because I'm going to try to give you a small definition and then I'm going to tell you all of the areas that we're going to cover and why. Now, first of all, when it comes to victimism, it can come at you in many different ways. And it can you can be sucked into the trap without even knowing it. Uh, or people that you care about could be sucked into that trap. And it is a trap. It's a trap. Because the psychological, emotional, social, physical, and neurological consequences are very far-reaching and damaging. And so we're going to get into all of those and discuss that at each point. We're also going to talk about the types of people who tend to fall into a victim mentality. We're going to talk about exactly, um, uh, part by part, what it looks like. In other words, maybe diagnosing the symptoms of a victim mentality. How it happens to us. And even its effects on society. So, I'm not sure what you think about when we say victimism. But I'll give you a couple of examples. So in one example, this person had been through a number of devastating circumstances where there were deaths in the family and some other things that were traumatic. And they had gotten used to sympathy. And they needed it at the time. They desperately needed that, that kindness, the, you know, the empathy, the, the support. But it had gone on so long that they became addicted to it to the point that they never really came out of that sympathetic mindset. And what it did to them is it drove their friends away from them. Okay, so that's just one example, but just one. And it kept that person obviously lonely and more miserable, which then only perpetuated itself into more misery. Another horrible example is when a a family or a society begins to create victimism by what they feed the mind. So it can be, um, you know, feeling that, you know, that everything or everyone is against you for whatever reason. 
Um, and you can even formulate those kinds of opinions in your high school years or your, your young teen years and school years. I, you know, I know I got caught in that trap in my teen years. That happens a lot to young people, especially. My heart goes out to them because they, they don't even see it coming. It just blindsides them and then they don't even know they're caught up in it. But it can even happen to adults when um, there's this constant barrage, uh, you know, that's being fed into that person creating stereotypes of certain individuals or companies or uh, people groups or, uh, you know, it could even be belief systems. You know, I've seen religions do this to each other. I've seen one religion against another. Oh, yeah, well, they're always this and that. And, and they're, you know, and they, and they think this about us and they think that about us. And, and then the church ends up breaking up and it goes into all these segments. I think I just recently heard a report that nationwide, there are like 40,000 different religions. Oh my goodness, I had no idea there were that many. But that's just how many times the church has disagreed and divided. Now, church is just one example. It can be, again, schools. It could be, um, you know, even fraternities against each other and, you know, thinking the worst of each other. But it could also be ethnicities and a number of, of other things. And, and if the person is, is in surrounded with others and with sources that they're listening to, be it podcasts or TV shows or news programs or, or educational materials or whatever it is, they get they get constantly inundated to the point that they wired their brains to believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that someone's, you know, that other person that keeps getting talked about is against them and they're dangerous and they're wicked and they're evil and they're horrible when they never even maybe met many of them or perhaps they've met one or two and formulated that opinion and then for the rest of their lives they decided that was a bad, bad, you know, type of person or type of people group or type of religion or, or, or type of uh, a country. You know, and you see this happening even internationally between countries. You see certain countries that just have it in for other countries and assume that that whole country is a bunch of bad people. When that's not true. It is not true. I've met people from many different countries in my lifetime and many different lifestyles. And some of them are nasty and others are very nice. Some of the nicest people I've ever met were people that were supposedly stereotyped to be bad people. And they turned out to be wonderful people. And we have to give others that benefit of the doubt. But my point to saying all that is that when you allow that kind of thinking to happen to you, you start playing the victim card. And you start saying, yeah, well, you know, this is always going to happen to me because so-and-so or because of that people group or because I'm this or I'm that or I was brought up poor or I was, you know, and you see that with poor versus rich and all that. And when, the, when, the, when the whole summation of all of this discussion is you can choose to be a victim or a victor. Now, I, I know that maybe that's hard to swallow. That might be a hard pill for you to swallow depending on where you're from. As I'm speaking to a global audience, so I know some of you might be in really bad situations, horrible situations. But until you change your mindset, until you begin to rewire how you feel about yourself and your success, you will never have the chance to rise above it. Now, maybe you can't rise above it today or this week or next week or next week, even next year. But if you stick with a better sh a shift in your mentality, which is where we're going to end up with this in the end, you will see changes happen all around you. And I'm going to get into that and talk about it. But as long as you stay the victim, people can walk on you. They can lie to you. They can force you into things you don't want to do or don't want to believe. They can pigeonhole you into a situation that could be destitute because you believe the lie. 
and a number of other things can happen to you and your family and to people that you love around you. Now, I know that sounds deep, but please stay with me. I'm out of time for today, but I'll come back tomorrow and talk more about this. It's Michelle Steffes. Join us for this series on Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine.